0: Where did I hike this past weekend? Well, you know what? I'm not going to tell you. You're just going to have to listen to this episode and find out. Hello, heading into the weekend. Time to make some plans, to get outside. Well, for some people who are fortunate enough to get out all week, I'm not one of them, unfortunately. However, just want to say this I'm going to be making a little bit of a change there's some, a lot of changes will be coming in a new year but here's something different is when it comes to the questions people ask I'm just going to paraphrase' I was listening back on somebody's solo episodes I don't think everybody wants to hear every word of every question especially when it's like hey we like your podcast not that I don't really get uh, get a lot of enjoyment from hearing that those compliments I do I sincerely enjoy hearing the feedback. But I don't think everybody needs to hear that. So I'm just going to start paraphrasing. With that said, we'll go to the first question. Pat asked me if it's too late to plan a 2024 AT thru-hike. That's a good question, Pat, and a tough one to answer. There's a lot of moving parts that go into a thru-hike of that magnitude. First of all, you know, not knowing you, not knowing much about you, have you ever been on a multi-month through hike? Have you ever hiked for four or five months at a time? What's your physical condition? What kind of gear do you have? So I can answer this in a couple of different parts here and, and I'll start with this. If you're somebody who has never through hiked, you haven't through hiked the PCT, the Florida Trail, any of the big trails that would take multiple months, I would say and please everyone understand this is just my opinion I would say you might want to tap the brakes and say, I'm going to do a 2025 hike. Now, I don't know all the circumstances behind your decision or your motivations, but I'm the best I can do here is put myself in your shoes. If I was saying, you know, making this decision, the end of November, November 30th, deciding to do this going into next year. A few things. You need to, first and foremost understand your physical conditioning. How many miles could you start off doing a day? How long would it take you to amp up your mileage to allow you to have a finish at a reasonable time that will get you to Katahdin in a reasonable time? I'm not sure when you want to start. What I'm saying could be taken with a grain of salt because there are different approaches you can take. But I'd say, are you familiar enough with elevation profiles on the maps where you can determine, hey, I can start off doing five, 10, or 15 miles a day and my body adjust over two months or a month to where I can notch it up by five miles? Do you have the experience in knowing how to resupply? It's not like an exact science. It's not rocket science. In any. It is something you need to have some knowledge on. How am I going to resupply the Appalachian Trail? It's, it's simple. It's not a difficult task. But you need to have that strategy. You need to know, am I going to mailboxes ahead? Am I going to resupply in town? Which leads to this, your budget. Have, are you budgeting enough money? When you head out on this hike, do you have bills behind you? Are you? Do you have rent? Do you have a mortgage? Do you have a car payment? Do you have dependents? These are all the factors that need to be taken into consideration when you're determining your timeline of when you're going to head out on the trail. I think a lot of people, especially if it's their first through hike, they pretty much want to give themselves anywhere from 6 to 12 months to to prepare because another biggie is your gear how well do you know your gear a lot of first-time thru-hikers I'd say the majority of first-time thru-hikers have stories of well when I got to this town I decided this backpack wasn't the right one for me or it didn't fit me properly or I really couldn't handle sleeping on that really thin foam pad that when I was looking up how to cut weight from my pack I said gee I can do an eighth of an inch foam pad and save seven ounces and that'd be great and then realize, after two or three days on the trail, I can't sleep. Or a tent. Spend 600 bucks on a tent and realize, this is just a lot of work to set up. I can't imagine doing this when my hands are freezing in, in February or March in, in Georgia. Or I've bought this tent. I don't have enough experience setting it up. Keep in mind, some of these more expensive tents, these trekking pole tents, which have become very popular through hikers, you need to practice setting them up. You really need to... Get out there and use them a number of times. So you you don't want to learn how to use it your first night from Springer Mountain, if that's where you leave from. So these are the factors that I think and questions you need to ask yourself to determine that. And maybe you have enough experience with through hiking. Maybe you've been on a few through hikes and you can look at the map and look at the elevation profiles and. Uh, You know, pick up the guidebooks and say, oh, okay, yes, I can hike this many miles and I can get from point A to point B and be able to resupply here and I'm going to do it in town and I can, oh, okay, there's a supermarket there and um, then then there's a whole, what am I going to do when I get into town? Am I going to stay at a hostel? Am I going to stay at a hotel or am I just going to get on the trail? And based on my previous experience, it will cost me this much per day and know how to make the adjustments as you head north. So I'm not gonna say it's impossible. Again, not knowing your circumstances, but I would say to anyone, if it's your first through hike, you really need to give yourself six to twelve months to properly plan. And one final note on whether it's too late or not to plan a 2024 Appalachian Trail through hike. There's also the weather changes, the change in the seasons, the temperatures you're experiencing in March or February, depending on when you leave in georgia are going to be far different than july in virginia or pennsylvania so a, there is a lot of research you don't have to overplan. don't go into paralysis by analysis but you know for your safety and the safety of the people that might have to rescue you do some research and do proper planning next question comes in from louie louie's asking about finding hiking partners or friends and he says you know papa bear you it sounds like you've got a good group of guys you hike with you talk a lot about the fun you have out there it sounds like you're very fortunate i can't seem to find the right people to hike with though. The people i hike with when i want when i tell them what i want to do they have this idea that we're going to go walk in the park for for a half hour and then stop at the diner on the way home they don't understand what i'm talking about doing is building up to where we can hike five to ten miles on a weekend hike how do you find the right people to hike with you know that's a good question again and you know what they It's like the last question. There's really no simple answer to that. I'll say this. I got lucky. Uh, Special K and I, we met through scouts. We we had kids that happened to be in a school at the same time. We're practically neighbors. It lives around a corner from me. And then a couple of years later, he introduces me to Dar, Peekabrew, and, you know, and and we formed a friendship. Starting out, probably the only thing we had in common was enjoying the outdoors or in Special K's case, in John's case, uh, scouts. What I would suggest is Maybe you need to look for a hiking club or group, trail maintenance group in your area. Uh, sometimes through that, you might, you're might, you likely to find people who you can exchange information with that just say, yeah, I'm, I'm always looking for somebody to hike with. Go on social media sometimes, and I've seen this, people will post on social media, hey, I'm looking to hike in this area on this date. Anybody interested in joining me? That's another thing you could, you could do. And by doing that, you're eventually, if not right off the bat, it's not, you know, it's not even impossible. You'll meet that one person automatically that says, "Yeah, let's let's get together next week or in two weeks and go out and hike." And I got to tell you, yeah, you know, I've talked about how much I enjoy solo hikes, but I wouldn't trade in my hikes with John and Daw for anything because we do have a lot of fun. And when, you're, when you find people that you can enjoy the outdoors with, it does make it more fun. It is more enjoyable. So try doing that. Try posting on a, on social media. And, you know, look for a trail maintenance group you can maybe get together with on a weekend. It's tough to do that in the winter, but with the spring, what are we, three, four months away, you're going to probably start, depending on where you live in the country, you'll start to see trail, trail maintenance groups organizing their outings. Now, that leads me to what I did this past weekend. I went to hike in an area that I haven't been to in over 20 years. It's not that far from my house, but I haven't been there since my kids were really young. They're nice trails, not very challenging. Uh, I mean, that's why they're great for kids, why I brought my kids there. But they're beautiful trails. Hickory Run State Park in Pennsylvania. Pika Brew and I went down there. It wasn't, I wouldn't say perfect weather. It was cloudy. We get to the visitor center. Very lovely woman who who worked there says, yeah, we're expecting rain by 12. And we kind of looked at each other and said, well, yeah, we'll probably get a little wet because we were anticipating hiking 10 to 12 miles possibly. And if the address a possibility, maybe even likely we're going to get wet. We're anticipating getting back to the car by 2. But we got lucky. Literally, as we were within sight of the car, I'd say maybe 20 feet from the car, it started to drizzle. Yeah, so sometimes Mother Nature's on your side. I'll say this. Mother Nature probably owes us from what happened this summer in the Adirondacks on two trips. But anyway, back to our trip this week. And Special K wasn't able to make it, but let me say this. Special K, we missed you. And you will know why I mean that. He asked me today why I gave a thumbs up when he can't make it on trips. I'm only acknowledging that he can't go because we do miss him. So here's what you can do at Hickory Run State Park. Hickory Run State Park is located in, is located in eastern Pennsylvania in the northwestern part of the Poconos. And some of the activities they have there, in addition to hiking, is they have picnicking, swimming, disc golfing, fishing, hunting, which we did see hunters or... I guess evidence of hunters out there with pickup trucks at a lot of the trailheads. We did see a family coming out of the woods with a, with a deer. They have two orienteering courses, geocaching. So there's no shortage of, of activities in the park. Camping, and I've camped there again years ago, decades ago at this point. There's family camping, there's tent camping, they have cottages, they have deluxe cottages, organized group sites, and they're all accessible. So everybody can go and enjoy them. And, they not, and I did have an opportunity to walk around the camp areas. Very accessible, friendly. In the winter, they have snowshoeing, cross-country skiing, snowmobiling. It really offers a great deal of activities. You can even ice skate there. But here's what I really enjoyed. The trail started off, or I should say to hike, because we were on a, a number of different trails. Sort of just nice rolling type of trails and then we got on the other side of the park and we connected we got into this area where it was covered with mountain laurel like mountain laurel I don't think I've ever seen that tall literally walking through a tunnel of mountain laurel it was it was incredible and fun sometimes little things like that really blow my hair back really get me enjoying myself and it's funny I'm like a child when I get out there sometimes it's rock formations waterfalls odd trees this case, a tunnel of mountain laurel. As we were hiking, we came upon a stream, and I'd say the last two, two and a half miles, we were hiking along the stream. It just seemed like one little waterfall and one pretty big one after another until we got back to the car. It was definitely worth it. Great trip. Stopped for some brew on the way home, of course. Highly recommend if you live in the Northeast or if you're within reasonable driving distance to Hickory Run State Park in Pennsylvania to go check it out. Here's something I found interesting. And I'm noticing this the last few weeks. It's hunting season out here. In fact, when we went into the visitor center, the the woman was like, wow, I'm glad to see you guys wearing orange because it is hunting season. There's signs all over the park. Hunters wear orange, so should you. And this is something I've talked about. We have to share the outdoors. We have to be, as a matter of fact, last week I talked about that. Nobody wants their day to end with Getting shot or shooting someone. Nobody wants that. Horrible end to, to your day. But I was, I'm just, I can't believe how many people are just not wearing orange. And I don't want to sound preachy, but, and not only are they not wearing orange, but sometimes we draw some weird looks because we're wearing orange. So maybe we all need to do a better job of getting the word out there about how important it is to be wearing orange during hunting season. Let's remember we have to share the woods. The outdoors is for everybody. And hunters have a small window during the calendar year when they're able to go out and do their activities. Their window compared to ours, who go out and hike or bike, it's much smaller. We could, you know, do our part and at least we're orange. All right, everybody, get outside, have some fun, and let's be safe. Thanks for listening. If you haven't done so yet, go to our website, PapaBearHikes.com. Listen to past episodes. Check us out on social media. Go to our YouTube channel martin outside all those links are there in addition to that you can buy our book or see what you're missing out on if you're not a patreon member yet remember to get outside have fun and be safe this episode of pop bear hikes has been brought to you by avalon publicity avalon publicity increasing the digital footprint of content creators and skilled professionals via website development and social media services more information about Avalon publicity, go to their website, avalonbusiness.org. That's avalonbusiness.org.